0: I'm at Camden BRI with Mervin Poole, Cereal Ingredient Specialist, and we're discussing cereals and cereal product specifications. So Mervin, can we start by defining what we mean by a cereal specification?
1: Well, a cereal specification is a communication tool used between um, a supplier and a buyer. It's really set up by the buyer to guide the supplier in terms of what kind of ingredients they're looking for, it works as a guide then for the buyer to assess what they're getting and also works as an agreement to check you know, against and if, in case of any problems afterwards.
0: And can you give some examples of the kinds of
1: things that might be included? Well, in specifications, you can find things that describe safety of uh, ingredients such as mycotoxins. You can find things that might help the producer of the product to achieve health claims, such as beta-glucan content and then you can find things that affect the performance of the product such as oat flake thickness. The more important thing though is what's excluded because everything you include is a limitation in terms of producing the ingredient. So how does this
0: benefit the buyer for example the user of a, or processor of a flour.
1: It allows the buyer to achieve and receive a consistent and desired product at a minimum cost. It reduces waste and downtime in their processing it's a basis for redress if there's something goes wrong in the process, but ultimately it should produce better relationships with their suppliers. And crucially, if there's something wrong with the product, it doesn't perform the way it should do. It's an alarm for traceability in terms of the supply of those ingredients.
0: And conversely, how does it benefit the supplier of an ingredient?
1: Well, it gives them a clear understanding of what they're trying to achieve, what the requirements of their customer are, allows them to produce the product at an optimal cost, so reducing the cost of that and producing the ingredients. It also results in fewer rejections and, again, better relationships with that customer.
0: Can you give me an example of the sort of things, then, that might be detailed in a specification?
1: Well, for example, in wheat, we quite often see that protein quality is emitted. Protein quantity will be included in the specification, but what we find is that quite regularly in bakeries, when they're assessing why the flour won't perform the way they might expect, is when we investigate, we find that the protein quality, so we're talking about the strength and the extensibility of the protein in wheat and how that works in their um, dough-making processes and how that relates to their products is causing failures, but it's not always specified in their specifications.
0: So taking that example a bit further, how would you specify and measure the protein quality?
1: Quite a few different ways of measuring protein quality. So, there are examples such as Alvigraph or Extensograph, which are used for basically mixing a dough and stretching it, either blowing a bubble and looking at the strength and the extensibility of that protein. And it's very well established as to how differences in, in those um, parameters relate to product qualities.
0: And what do you find can help
1: companies the most in terms of
0: developing
1: and using specifications? Well, we do, we do quite a bit of consultancy with clients where we talk to them about um, what the appropriate tests that they should have in their specifications. We also help them validate that they are the appropriate measures to be making so that they're not measuring things they don't need to measure. We also help them with how to monitor those specifications, how to review them on a regular basis. And also to look at things such as how the ingredients might change between seasons or if they're trying to procure um, products against certain specifications from different parts of the world where there may be different supply regimes, we help them with that as well.
0: So picking up on one of the points you made there then, it's not just about what you include in the specification, it's about what you exclude as well.
1: Yeah, that's a really important point. You don't want to include everything in your specifications. Um, It causes problems in terms of, being able to monitor what you're getting and um, you can test too many things and can be too expensive. But also everything you add in adds an angle which may increase the cost of your raw ingredients and it may be completely unnecessary.
0: Moving pool, thank you very much indeed.